0: This is
1: Presented by Billy Clement and Ronnie Hey, what's Got up everybody? Welcome to Stock Culture, man. We have another episode, man. I, today I'm bringing some, one of my favorite people that I, uh, I kind of link up with on, on uh, Clubhouse man, Josh Griffin. Yo, Josh, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. What's
0: going on, Billy? What's going on? Nice yeah. to have
1: you bro appreciate i'm so glad you, to man. have you man i'm so glad to have you so man so this this been in the making for a while man i mean uh the days of <laughs> clubhouse we'll sit there and talk for hours man teaching people Ooh. letting people know what you know what they need to be doing and all that stuff and uh man we can't we came a long way man i appreciate you man you always been giving value and all that stuff so welcome man
0: yeah, man, a long, a long way. Them, them clubhouse rooms, man. <laughs> hours and hours. I'm telling you, Thursday nights—that was the night. But yeah. yeah, man, I, I loved it. Appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. So, what you been up to, man? Um, I know you've been, you've been trading and stuff. But before we go to, before we get into the trading stuff, like, let's, let's talk a little bit about your, you know, I always want to talk to people about their upbringing, like you know, where you grew up, how was the family life and all that stuff. So, talk to us a little bit about that, your childhood and all that.
0: So, so. For me, I grew up in the Bronx, New York. So I mean, honestly, it is what people say it is. It, it's the Bronx. <laughs> you know, it, it that is that's, that's the God honest truth. It's just bro, the Bronx, New York,
1: man. New York, New York people are so like just rugged. Like he's like, they just like Yeah. Oh. It's, it,
0: it, it's rugged, bro. It's it's rugged. And I and I grew up in the South Bronx too, man. man. So uh it it was my childhood wasn't the 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 fairy tale. Childhood in New York, I feel like you have to grow up fast. You know, even thirteen year olds now, you ask them, they probably thirty years old, man. Like it's you you got you got to grow up fast in New York City. So why why? Uh, uh, I I guess it's so many people, um, so many people, so many personalities, uh, and you get a little bit of everything. It's its own world, Hmm. you know. Like it's it's not it's there's no city like New York City, especially the Bronx. So like. I mean, it's like you, you have your people in Atlanta that just do crazy stuff, but you can just, or even, even Chicago, but just multiply that by like a thousand when you are in New York, you know, so you, you're going to get a whole lot of everything in the Bronx. So, um, being from the Bronx, man, you know, it's, it's just, I grew up fast and, and it was tough. It it was tough. I'm not going to lie to you. So, um, it's a blessing to make it out if you ask me. So, um, yeah, man,
1: that's. So from the Bronx, what did you, where did you end up going? Like, okay. So you grew up in the Bronx. Um, I, like, was your childhood, like one of those, like, you know, where you had to like, you know, kind of like you say, you have to grow up a little faster, but it's like, what sort of, what sort of obstacles is you going to face as a child, you know, like growing up in the Bronx,
0: man. I mean, honestly, just, just as a child or even, even a teenage kid, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're taught how to move around. You're taught how to speak to people. Uh you 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 get introduced to a lot of sex drugs and 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 gang life early on. And you know, you you deal with losing friends. I've dealt with a lot, you know, losing friends to gun violence. Um, I dealt with a lot, man. Just just my brother's going to prison as well. Um, it's actually one of them, I'm teaching him how to trade options and he's in prison, but we're gonna touch on that later on.
1: Yeah. And
0: <laughs> you know, just 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 you you deal with a lot of everything in the Bronx, man. So like. Um, some of the obstacles I overcome just not going to jail. You know, mm. I'm the only one of my friends who never been to jail. What, so what's
1: different? Like, what what did you like? Did you not do certain things, or did you like? How how did you manage to? Oh, like, I did them. I did them. You know, <laughs> I, I never <laughs> I never judge
0: people, right? Because I always said I was dumb. I was smart enough not to get caught, right? Mm. So you know, every time, let's say my friends, we all out on a Saturday night. It's twenty of us. You know, they'll, they'll or Saturday, they'll go rob someone. I'm not going to rob someone in broad daylight. You know? (laughs) I'm like, let's let's think about this right now. Common
1: sense, yo. (laughs) What
0: are we doing? I was that one friend that had common sense. But Mm -hmm. when you look back and reflect, you know, you always think like, man, I could have been that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. I could have been that one that got caught, that made those stupid decisions. But being a teenager, like, you don't really, you just it's day by day. You know, you're a product of your environment. So like, I never judge my family. I never judge my brothers, my friends because it's like, you know, I was in your shoes. I just didn't get caught. And then I when I moved down south, you know, it it showed a whole new light, you know, it gave me an opportunity to to kind of just a second chance. I so see. I took that as a second chance like, okay, cool. This is how people live. Like Y'all don't live how we live in New York and the Bronx. <laughs> All right, I think I can do this. And, and that's where, you know, I kind of just took off from there, man.
1: So what prompted the move to the South? Like, is it like your parents, or you just like decided that this is enough for me and I'm I'm out of here?
0: You know what? I think during, in high school, um, my mother, she my mother's from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Uh, but she she grew up in the Bronx, New York too. But it was getting it was getting bad. And I, I think she just realized. Everything that was just going on, and then she always said, like, the minute you know I get a chance to 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 get y'all out, mm-hmm. I'm moving y'all out. So you know, she got a chance back in 2008, uh, and we moved down south, and that that was it for me. Like, I just smelled the fresh air, the, the green grass, and and I was it. That was it for me.
1: That put so. you at peace, right? Like you were kind of like a little bit. A little bit, bro. You know, I can walk outside. Put your guard, you can put your guard down a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I felt like I felt good, you know, because when you're in the south, you you when you're in the south, I feel like you don't get into crazy things unless a you you got to drive and you have to get into those crazy things. In it's New York, you can just it's the
1: choice at that point.
0: Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, in New York, you can just walk down the street and you can you find Yo, trouble. What's up? Yeah, trouble finds you. So like. I, it was It was really like it was refreshing. It was a a, a breath of fresh air, man, and, and I appreciate the opportunities that you know it it brought to me. So like I, I always say like I run circles around a lot of these dudes down here because they don't know how to get they get out of it. But me, I'm like, man, listen, you better take advantage of that opportunity because right, right. It's not like that in other, in other cities, especially New York City.
1: That's what I was going to say, man, because, like, even now, like, just me making this move from Chicago to here, it's like, my mind is like, I can think more clearly. In Chicago, it's it's a little different. It's like, you know, I don't know. There's just something about, like, that energy that you are around. And he's like, you always got to have your guard up. And he's like, if you have your guard up, there's no way you can let new things in because you're always watching for what's coming. You know what I mean? It could be somebody who literally just want to say hi to you, like, what what you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and me mugging, like. In Chicago yeah. it's this thing, man. Like, if you me mug somebody, like, what's up, bro? Like, what's what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, f- what's going yeah. on? Every, yeah. Everybody's so paranoid. Like, that's, everybody's that's paranoid. New York. We all paranoid. If in New York, you ask my
0: like, hey, how you doing? They'd be like, Why are you talking to me? Right. Like, yeah. what would you what, what <laughs> you mean? Like, I'm just, just want to know how you doing. In the South, they really mean that. So, yeah. like, right, you know, there's little things like that where it's like, ah, right, you know, I know my bad areas, I know my good areas. Mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't have to get into nothing crazy if I don't want to. You know what right, I mean? So right. it's, I'm still not used to
1: it. Like I'm still not <laughs> used to it. Like when I'm I'm driving down the street, people waving at me. Uh, you you be outside just like what it like in the summertime when I was like cutting the grass and stuff, people would stop by and say hello and just ask questions. I was like, it, this is weird. Like I, the South is just weird. <laughs> you know, what I people mean? people are nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right.
0: People people are genuinely nice in the South, man. Yeah, like yeah. I learned that. I learned that back in high school, like people are really nice and, you know, sometimes you you kind of can get standoffish when you're from a bigger city, but when you embrace that energy, you find yourself being nice. You know, yeah. I used to be, ah, sometimes I, mean, I might still be a little bit of an asshole, That's the new <laughs> way. but I still embrace it, right? I embrace the kindness. That's right, just, right. you know, it's just me.
1: But at this time, like, you know, even if you became an ass, it's just, it's like, it's like somebody deserves it. It's not like you just being an ass, because it's just like, it's just right. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Like, it's like, you exactly. really deserve you bring that out of me? You really deserve <laughs> <to> have it. <laughs> yep. It's like, all right, if I'm being an ass, it's
0: like, I right, I know, I know why. Like, I know why I'm being an
1: ass. Yeah. Yep. So, so you moved to the South. How old were
0: you? Oh, man, I think I was, uh, I think I moved to the South when I was 16. Okay. 16 years old.
1: So, so you did Since high did. school, finished high school and all that stuff. And uh, did you do any college or anything like that?
0: So um, when I moved to the South, I want to say I was in the ninth, tenth grade. Then I did a couple and I finished up high school in um, in the South. Okay. And then uh, I went to a I went to a technical college and ended up going to a transferring to a college called College of Charleston down here in Charleston, South Carolina. Hmm. Man, I did a semester. And then after I did that semester, I was like, this ain't for me. I was like, this, this ain't for me. You know, I was never, it's crazy because now I run, I run a business now. Mm-hmm. I trade stock options and I do very well for myself. But I was just never that person in school to be like, the just A, B student. Like that right. just wasn't me. Like it was just, it, it wasn't me, man. It wasn't me. So uh i tried that for a while and then you know i talked to my mentor about starting a business a while ago mm-hmm. and then he was just like well you don't need a degree to do a business mm-hmm. and i was like well <laughs> shit you should have been telling me that and i didn't know that. <laughs> I was so, like, i'm out I started, yeah and i was like i'm out i started a business man and that was it man yeah
1: i'm i'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it's like literally school's not for everybody like um I, and i think I Was I was telling my wife this I'm like one of the biggest reasons why I stayed in school is because I got that pressure from you know from family. You know what I mean? It's Like yeah. you're the first one to go to school, to college, you, you know, you the oldest, all your siblings to go look up to you and all this stuff. So I went to school for pre-med, man. I wanted to be a doctor. Bro, that first that first half semester, yeah. not even the whole semester, half of the semester. I was like, I ain't doing this. Like, like those biochem and, you know, bio- molecular yeah, biology. It's, it's the science stuff. classes that get you, man. I, was like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like, I was studying, like, day and night. And he's just like, nothing was registering. You know what I mean? And I was stressed yeah, as heck. Man. Like, I think my first my first semester, that first half, my GPA was, like, 0.05 or something like that. It was bad. Like, it was really bad.
0: <laughs> Bro, you want to know so crazy... And I'm glad you said that. And I'm, I, I'm happy that I can speak about this because it's like people, a lot of people go through college and they, they really don't know what they want to do. Nope. They really feel that pressure from their parents. And and I, I, I was the same way, like even me, but I was in a different situation because my mother passed away when I was 18 years old, Well, when I was 17 years old. So when that happened, I had to take on life by myself. Well, mm-hmm. you know, with a couple of siblings, my oldest sibling, she was like, what, 24? She didn't know what was going on. And she's not, too,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, she's still a baby too. And she dropped out of high school, never went to college. So she, everybody's like ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when that happened, I went to college and I'm like, man, this ain't, this, this ain't for me. But I always wanted that approval to be like, man, I graduated college. I need to do this. I need to do that. But you know, you, you stop and thinking like, man, I didn't have to go. Like, I was flunking. I had a 0.0 GPA one semester, and that's (laughs) because I did not go. Like, I handled finals. I was like, I'm not taking that finals. Zero, zero, zero. I just I flunked (laughs) out one semester, man. But next semester, I got back, and I had, like, a 3.3 GPA. Like, you know, so it happens. You know, you deal with life. And I wanted to share that for anybody that's ever listening, like, or you're a teenager, anyone, like, Mm -hmm. you can bounce back. You know, you can
1: right so like even even now with me having kids and stuff like uh i try not to pressure them into like you know whether it's getting getting good grades and stuff i heard somebody said this one thing he's like don't tell me don't like i'm not i'm not gonna be over here like hyping my kid because they're smart it's like smart is great but smart is not a skill like you need yes. to you need to you need to have real life skills you need to be able to think critically like if you're book smart that's amazing that's great right you know you can do a lot with that, but you got to add a layer on top of that, which is life skill. Like You got to have life skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, so that's what's going to get you through life. Because it's like, you can be book smart all you want, but bro, like life, life is, life will teach you like things that books cannot teach you. You know what I mean? Like It, so it, like,
0: it can, it can. <laughs> and, and for me, one of, this may sound funny, but one of the best things that helped me throughout my journey and where I'm at now is working retail. Mm. Like I worked retail for like 9 years but it wasn't that it there was is the job in meeting different people like I worked at Saks Fifth Avenue, and I worked at a shoe store called Kohan, and meeting different people allowed me to learn how to talk to people and speak mm. to people. And that was one of the skills coming from New York. I was just so rugged. I just mm. didn't know how to approach people. Right. I didn't know how to, you know, talk to people in a certain environment growing up where I grew up. So, you know, working retail really helped me become more personable and, and that really helped me to get to where I'm at now, even in the business world. Like I can sit down and have a conversation for an hour with anyone about anything. Right. Because like just that experience of just meeting different people, different personalities. Um. So, yeah, that real life working, struggling, making eight dollars an hour retail like yeah. that really helped me.
1: Bro, like, can you imagine telling somebody now that, like, you used to make 8 I used to make $6. <laughs> $6.25. That was my first job, pushing pushing grocery carts and all that stuff. Bro, it, it's it's sad, but it is what it bro, is. Bro, it,
0: it's so sad. <laughs> like, I, I wore, I kid you not, bro, I wore the same, and I wish my sister was here. I wore the same church pants to work every single day. I had church pants. It was like a rip. It was uh it was a black rip church pants, uh, a school white collar shirt, working at Sax Fifth Avenue every day for work. Didn't change it every day, bro. Uh, making my part-time job, making my money. But it was just like, hey, that's what I was doing, you know?
1: So, so. You that basically said like you know you you were a hard worker like you know what i mean you, you didn't like oh yeah because at that point somebody could have been like you know what i'm gonna go try and make some easy money and do some stupid shit but it's like you decided like hey look i'm gonna focus on you know doing the right thing and just build from there you know what i mean and you took a skill and you started learning even at the job you were learning stuff like you know learning how to talk to people you know learning how to uh be be uh be more personal you know what i mean so that that really helps you out a lot
0: yeah, and, and it did, it did. And I, honestly, me having three other brother, three older brothers at the time that was in jail during federal federal time, I learned from them, you know, it was like, yo, listen, I'm not trying to be like y'all. And that, that helped me get out the streets and stay out, stay out the way. Like I see y'all doing like football numbers, y'all doing 10, 15 years, yeah. 18 years. All right, I, I'm not trying to do that. So it was a little bit of everything in life that that kind of help mold me and some of the decision makings that, you know, kind of me want to stay out the way or just stay positive and, and keep working hard. And coming mm-hmm. from New York, like you just want to work hard regardless, you know, right, right. whether it's legally or illegally, you want to get some money. Right,
1: right. So. So working and all this. So how did you, so fast forward, how did you get into trading? Like, you know, with the stock market, like how did that, how did that happen? Were you introduced to it So somehow or like how did right. that happen?
0: All right. So. Boom! I'm about to I'm about to drop a bomb. Something, <laughs> something, something you never knew about me. It's about to be a bomb, right? Let's see. It. Let's All see right. It. So, in high school, right? Uh, I told you I went to high school down south. I I mm-hmm. went to three different high schools. Uh, my senior year of high school, uh, I met. I went to a small private school called Charleston Collegiate School. It's on Johns Island. It's in Johns Island, South Carolina. Um, in this particular school, you gotta. I had a class of 20 people, right? And uh, you got a lot of wealthy people that goes to uh, this school. Mm -hmm. And I was there to play sports. I played basketball, played football. Um, And I actually met my mentor. My mentor, uh, he introduced me. It's the first time someone actually brought stocks up in my life. And I was like Mm -hmm. 18 years old. And uh, we had an economics class. And he introduced us to the stock market. He was like, hey, listen, here's like here's a paper trading account and I want you all to invest. And whoever makes the most money, uh, you know, gets a A, a or they, they, they get something. Whoever makes the most money was in the, the semester. They get it. Fast forward. Um, I never knew that this guy, this gentleman who was teaching us econ, that his dad was like he was a millionaire. But his dad is actually a billionaire. His dad is Teddy, Ted Turner. And he owns damn near everything in half of Atlanta. Man. He's on, he started, he started CNN. He, uh, he owns te- Turner Network te- television. That's all I was going to um, ask you.
1: Is that, is that like the media guy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The media guy, Ted Turner. Oh, so if you're familiar man. with Ted Turner, his father is Ted Turner. Oh so, my God. Wait, how that even happen? Like, li- Listen, I never knew that. I never knew that. So his son, on his downside downtime, his son was just teaching econ at a wow. school.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: So fast forward to like I want to say 2015. I probably found that out around 2014, 15. Mm. He contacted me, he hit me up, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm just reaching out to you. Like I was just thinking about you, and and I was like, okay, cool. I I see you in a while, Mr. T." And then I found out, you know, all the information. And then uh, fast forward, uh, that's how he introduced me to the stock market. But since then, I always had a need for the stock market. You know, I Mm. always had a feel for it and I always wanted to get to know it. But, you know, after starting my business, um, I had a lot of money in my pocket. And one of my good friends, uh, Terrell, he was like, hey, you know, you're making a lot of money right now. Um. Why don't you just invest in some stocks? And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I got a lot, a couple of dollars to play with. And um, I started, you know, buying shares. And then he introduced me to option trading. And then I started trading options. I made a lot of money. Then I started losing a lot of money because I had no idea what the hell what I was doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, me, I'm just like, shit, I just made like $800 off a Tesla, but damn, I just lost like $2,000. Like, how did I lose that? <laughs> yeah, so, but happened, once man. I. Yeah, once I made that first, you know, couple of dollars and I made that in a day, I was like, what the heck? I need to I need to perfect this. Cause if I can perfect this, I don't need to be working at nobody's job for Seriously. I can do this. Yeah, I can do this for my rest of my life. Like this is a lifetime income. So like I know a lot of people like take option trading or just stock market as like a, a gig, but for me, it's like Listen, this this can be a lifetime source of income. The market's not going anywhere. Anyway. So if I can perfect this, I can live a certain lifestyle for the rest of my life. That's a um, that's a And fact. that's how that's the mindset like I approach it, that's what I approach it with now. You can't tell me I'm not rich. You and when I mean rich, you can't <laughs> tell me that I'm not financially free because I always had this Skill that if I need to make eight hundred dollars or a thousand dollars tomorrow, I know how to do it. You know, you know. So like, get I, it, yeah. I know how to go get it. So when I have that mentality, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm financially free. I don't care if I don't have a million dollars yet or this. I know how to get it. Like I can live the lifestyle I want to live.
1: So yeah, that's great
0: But yeah, Mr. Turner he introduced me in the uh, in the 12th grade to the stock market. That's great. Um, and then you know that's how i got introduced man that's crazy like
1: man that is so dope because i always talk, i always tell people about this I was like you gotta change your like your circle your network is so important to introduce you to the next thing you're supposed to do like it's literally like life is all about pivoting like you like you find a circle you get whatever you need to get from that circle you pivot and then you find a, a, another network of people that are going to show you something so it's like with you being in the network with in that classroom, in, in that type of setting, that yeah. taught you something, that showed you something. So That's like literally that little change of network. And you met somebody through that they, who like introduced you to something that kind of like opened your mind to a whole different world that you probably that, like, you know, you would never have. Like if you were if you were sitting in Bronx hanging around with your with your friends. I know I would be in jail.
0: I will be I will be in jail. But it it lets you like when you make it out there, you're like, man everyone doesn't have these opportunities that I have now. And you kind of feel a little survivor's remorse and then you feel sad as well. But you're like, everyone's not, you know, we don't, they don't have the same opportunities. You know, they, they didn't get a chance to play ball at these private schools or or even do the things that I'm doing right now, man. So, like, that's why I love what, what you're doing and I love giving back, you know, and I, I enjoy giving back. And that's why I teach people that's in prison uh, how to trade stock options. Um, and I teach my friends how to trade it. that's still in in the hood,
1: man. man, I can't wait for you to get to that part, but before we get there, like you talked about your first trade, so um walk walk us through that like you know when when you first discovered options like okay let's look, let's talk about shares first like when you start buying shares, like what was the first do you remember what was the first stock you bought, and why did you buy it?
0: uh, I think the first stock I actually bought was uh
1: Nike, okay, why did you buy Nike?
0: I had Nikes on my feet. It was like, like,
1: that's, that's exactly what I get to. Like, people, yeah, are like, why, it was, should buy? why should I buy? I was like, look, look around you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really like, it was, but you know what? My first, buying my first share was great, but it was also disappointing at the same time because it felt good to buy a share and you're like, damn, I got a share. And then it goes up one or $2, but you're like, damn, I only made like $2. Man. $2 like, man. Like what's like what's going on? So you mean to tell me I gotta buy a bunch of shares to to really make some real money? So like when I when that didn't happen, I kind of slowed down, and then I stopped. Like I, I legit stopped, right? Because I was like, all right, I need to make some real money right. because these these five dollars that Nike's moving, that thirty cents Nike just moved, that's not gonna help me. What like it's not gonna help me. So my mm-hmm. first trade, you know, like you said. When I made that eight hundred to a twelve hundred dollars, and I actually I was that was two thousand nineteen around. I was in the Florida Keys and I was with Mister Turner. We was on a boat. I kid you not. We was on a boat in the Florida Keys, and I made the trade before I got on the boat. And when I got off that boat, I went to his son. And I was like, Hey, yeah, I just made twelve hundred dollars in the stock market. What's going? Wait, what's going on? That was my first real big trade. And I was like, "Oh shit! Now I gotta perfect this."
1: Mm-hmm. And that's. Do just, you remember what did, what did you buy? Amazon. Amazon. Yes.
0: I, I bought a, I bought an Amazon call. Amazon was trading around. I want to say. I honestly, I want to say, Amazon was trading around eight hundred.
1: Oh wow, that was back <sighs> in the day. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it, it could have been eight hundred or. Yeah, I think Amazon was trading around eight hundred. Man, I I hope I can find that screenshot. And that's then um, it was taken off. Like, yeah, Amazon was taken off.
1: Man, that's wild. That's wild. I do want to go back to you when you're talking about shares, though, because I want people to understand it's like there's this thing call like long-term investing, right? So it's like, yeah, when you start buying shares, honest to God, like it's if you put your money in savings in the bank, you probably will earn 0.005% return on it. Yeah, or definitely. you can take that money and put it in like a Roth IRA account or a Roth account or even individual account and buy some shares that might earn, earn you like eight to 10% a year, you're still making a lot more money on that, you know, rather than putting it in the bank. You know what I mean? So it's like, Correct. when it comes to long-term investing, yes, in the short term, you might not make a lot of money, but in the long term the compound interest are happening because you're not buying just one time. You're buying it over and over and over and over and over. So right. um, So Yeah.
0: So as a, as a young man, when, see, when you're young, you don't really think about that, right? You're like, you're not thinking about long-term investment. You need that money now. Like it's my money. I need it now. So it's, it's (laughs) like the commercial. (laughs) 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 Right. Right. So when, when you're young, you're not really thinking about that, but as an experienced trader now, now I can think, oh yeah, I can just put a raw fire area. I can buy some shares and just let that sit because having my money in the bank, it's not doing anything for me. You know, I'm, I'm better off even putting my money in long term options trading and then taking mm-hmm. it out every three years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's different ways you can do it now. Um, but when I first got introduced to it, I was just like, man, shares is not, just not the way to go. But then now you understand like, yo, there's people make money off of shares and there's different ways you can make money no off of shares, even with dividends. So it's like, Man, it's so many ways to get it. It's like, all right, let's put this all together. Right. So that way we can just work hard, work well, smarter, not harder, man.
1: Right. But in my opinion, also, I agree with you. Like, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, especially if you're young, like you need the money, like you need it right now. And yes, the thing that I think a lot of people don't know is yes, you can buy shares, but it's like when I when when I got introduced to options trading and futures trading and all that stuff, I was like, I was like, this is crazy. How come this is not talked about a lot, whether it's to be in the media or in, in schools or whatever, that you can literally take the, take the fast money that you make from trading and put that into shares, right? But people don't yeah. know. Uh, what people know is I can go to the stock market. A lot of people know this. They can go to the stock market and buy shares. And wait yeah. for me to go $10, $20, you know, and sit on it. Like, you know, but to your point, nobody want to wait. No, a lot of people don't want to wait for like, 10 years to make a hundred thousand dollars, you know what I mean? No. But if you can literally take trading, whether it to be options trading or futures trading or whatever kind of trading you do and be able to make a hundred bands like in in, in in less than six months or a year or two years, that's, that's still a lot faster. Time. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but yes. we're
1: not taught that. Like I think the information is out there, but people are just not if you're not exposed to it. Going back to what I said like, like if you if your network does not it's not already in there, it's hard for you to get in there. Like somebody has to show it to you. You have to stumble upon it. You have to read about it. You have to be interested in it for you have to find that you can trade options. You can trade futures. You can trade, you know, you know, forex market or whatever it is for you to be able to make money like that.
0: Right. And and it goes back to the this honestly, the school system, the curriculum. It's like, man, like why the the big question is, why aren't you teaching people this? Hmm. Right. It's like, cause the private school that I went to. It's it's full of the crazy is full of wealthy you know, people, but they don't run by they don't run with the same school uh, curriculum in South Carolina. Like it's not the standard public school, it's private school. So you can create your own curriculum. And the reason why my mentor, well, my mentor, my teacher then, but my mentor now, the reason why he was teaching is because you can teach what you want. So he was able to freelance. So if Mr. Turner came in and say, hey, we learned about options today, kids like, well, there's options, you know, even though he didn't, but hey, we learned about the stock market today. We're doing this, we're doing that. Kids was, we were on it. But the public school that I went to in South Carolina was nothing like it, right? It was nothing like it. It was night and day. Not even in New York. I went to uh, high school in New York as well, night and day, you know? So I feel like the question is why? You know, and that's, I guess that's the topic for another day. Like, why
1: aren't they teaching people? It's simple. You know? if public schools, the curriculum, the system was created to build employees. Just think about it. From the time you lock, clock in to, to even the way they shuffle you in, you stand in line to get to the school. You yep. gotta go in there for eight hours or whatever, how many hours you're going. You have different subjects. Then you have a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it, it's like a job. It's <laughs> like a jail, if you ask me. Like, <laughs> it's a jail, yeah. All of that, all of that is system. They created they created for, for to create employees. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what the school system is built. If, if you read back in the day, like companies were out there. They're like, we got to figure out a way to create good employees to come in there. So it's like, teach them the basics, teach them how to read, teach them how to recognize certain things, teach them how to, you know, type on a computer, like whatever it is they need to learn to be able to get out there and be able to hold a job. That's what schools right.
0: are for. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it's for, and and I get I get it to a certain extent because not everyone can be a CEO, not everyone can be a like a boss, not everyone is just built for that, right? But I also feel like people should have the option to, you know, kind of work. I don't think everyone deserves to, you know, you live you you're alive to work a full time job. I feel like we all should have even a part time job to to dedicate some time and to, to give our debt to society. Um, because money makes the world go around, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I should be working at Nike, maybe like 15 hours a week, you know, what I'm saying just so you know, they can have employees, but I don't think you should just be giving your whole life to like someone else's mm-hmm. dream. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that's just my opinion on it. But mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%.
1: That's that's the way it's built, man. The machine, the machine needs employees and stuff. But that also brings us back to the question where now it's literally robots taking over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, <laughs> I was watching this one video with the guy. Uh, I think he was a cleaner at the mall. And there's like yeah. this autonomous robot that's going around basically cleaning the floor. He, the guy has a mop and a bucket in his hand. And the robot literally going in front of him. And like the caution was like, he's just watching his job going down the drain right now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. robots are really, literally replacing people in doing those jobs. Right. And that's why I always go back to stock market and building wealth is the way, like, it's literally the way. Because those companies that build those robots, guess what? They're in the stock market. Right. That's, that's, that's the place to start building those wealth. If we need to be able to, like, build and amass wealth and be able to make money, go to the stock market. That's where you're going to learn a lot of stuff about the world, how everything goes.
0: Yes. And I, and I, I love it. And honestly, like, I love the fact that I was able to grasp this information Mm -hmm. because during the pandemic, I literally taught like over 200 people how to trade stock options. And and it was like to have those testimonies, right. To, to, to have those people that were struggling during the pandemic and had nothing to be able to say, listen, I came out and made some money. You know, I have this, I I, I've taught people how to, how to trade stocks, that quit their job and they're like, "Yo, listen, I thought I had a career in this, but Josh, I didn't know I, I didn't know this was out there, you know." And and I'm like, "Yo, now it's on you to perfect it, you know what I'm saying?" So like, and I still know people that make like forty thousand a week. So I'm like, "You're doing better than me, okay, cool, I, I, <laughs> yeah." Like I know, girl, my my girl, uh, Brittany, she's doing like twenty thousand a day. And I'm like, "All right, you you on a." Listen. You' are going crazy, sis. So, like, you know, it's it's the it's out there, and you know, I'm I'm so excited. I'm happy that you're doing this, right? Because like, people just don't know, and like guys like me and guys like you, like we come, we're regular people come from like regular okay. backgrounds. Yes. Like, you know, we just we have a skill that most people dream to have, but most people can't have. They mm-hmm. they can't. So mm-hmm. um, it's beautiful, man. It's dope.
1: Well, so talk to talk to me about that, man, like you teaching people during the pandemic and stuff like how did you how did you first of all, how did you like start your classes? And, you know, and how did you actually start like building your curriculum and getting people into the stock market and options though?
0: So, um, it was man that, that that was that was rough. It was it wasn't <laughs> it, was, it was rough at first because like when you approach people, they think you're scamming. Mm -hmm. right they like Mm -hmm. you approach people with anything like they think you're scamming so like a lot of the time like during the pandemic i was teaching my friends like i was like anyone that i knew since i had the skill like anyone that i knew that was impacted by the pandemic i'm like yo all right listen let's let me teach you how to trade these stocks and boom we're going to get through this together let's trade options and honestly it started off with just me teaching people i know and then like it was so tiresome like i was dedicating like people don't really know, but I'm a big philanthropist, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I really, really, really enjoy giving back, and I give back, man, in different ways. And I don't, I don't do the notorieties on social media mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just do it on my own free time. So when that, when it came down to it, um, I was teaching people, and I realized, like, yo, this is taking up like two to three hours of my day. Yeah. Like the yeah, like <laughs> it, it takes a long to get the information that I need to get. It takes a long time. So like my girlfriend, uh, she was like, Josh, uh, I know you like giving to people, but uh you need to monetize something and get something <laughs> out of it. Because like, <laughs> like I don't know what to do it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't feel right charging anyone. And she was just like, you know, just, just get something that is not breaking anyone's pockets, but you can still they're gonna make their money back. And you mm-hmm, know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like honestly, with me, I was like, all right, cool, fifty dollars. And then, you know, I did that and then people, people started going crazy. Like it Mm was just, I was $50 a class. And before you know it, I was having eight people in the class, 10 people in the class. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh And then it was just, you know, it was just going crazy. And my girlfriend was like, all right, $50 ain't cutting it, do $100. I was like, all right, cool, $100. I stopped at $100. I really, I was like, I can't go up from there. I'm not doing it from there. And uh, I was like a hundred bucks, you know, just invest in your future, lifetime skill. You got it, and I made my own curriculum. Um, man, it was going fast, man. Like I was listening to a lot of Larry June. Um, it was just it was, yeah, like,
1: <laughs> shout out to Larry June, man. Shout
0: out to Larry June, man. Larry June got me through the Adjust uh, the game, man. Just the game. That that album got me through the pandemic, man. Because like I was just teaching classes and 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 trading options, and it was it didn't feel like a pandemic because like I was really the only difference. Is I was going outside and. You know the whole quarantine, but other than that, man, like I'm trading stocks, making money, doing classes, and people are really making money. So yeah. like, it wasn't like I was teaching them some BS. Like I was really teaching them, and like my testimony was like yo, you changed my life. Like mm. I didn't even know it. Didn't you know I went went up from there, and I had, it got so crazy that I stopped. Like I really, really stopped, and I was like, I can't do it no more. Like I was losing my voice. Like mm. I was just. Rain, man, then like my phone would just go off all kinds oh, of really nights. Yeah. Like I, I heard about you, I heard about you, I heard about you, mm-hmm. but I even deactivated my Facebook, everything. <laughs> like I was just, <laughs> listen, like I, I promise you, I wish I had someone like my, my people here because they they'll be like, yo, listen, I sent them all to Josh. And I was like, yo, I can't do this. <laughs> like I can't do this by myself. Like mm-hmm. and nothing. I always felt like, oh, maybe I should create a course, but I'm like, you're not gonna get it. Like for me personally, I'm like of course can teach you, but someone needs to sit sit Somebody down and
1: down break, to, yeah.
0: especially people from where I'm from. We don't really uh we don't even like school. So if you tell me to go read something and learn on yourself, like learn <laughs> by <about> yourself, <laughs> yeah, well, you're not gonna get it, man. So right. like people people from the hood that's still in the street, like nurses. I had a ton of nurses, like I feel like over 75 nurses. Oh, like wow. they was just coming to me, like coming, coming, coming. So it was. Like it was beautiful and it's still beautiful. And I'm happy I was able to do that, but it was just so overwhelming. Like I stopped. I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I, I paid my debt to society. Like, all right, that's that's it. Cause it's not about <laughs> the money. It was really right, about right. helping. I helped like 200. Like I that's can't.
1: A I- ooh,
0: ooh. Nah, man. That's but it was a kid. fun, man. It was fun. It was fun I- and tiring, man.
1: I was gonna say a kid from the Bronx, man. Can you imagine? Like, do you did you ever imagine you would able to do that? Helping like oldest people.
0: Yo, my friend, who's in real estate, he makes big money real estate. He was like, "Yo, Griff, bro, you gotta like." He's like, "You don't realize what you're doing." And he's like, "You, like, you. I know your background. So you coming from the Bronx, you teaching people that got master's degrees, PhDs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, like businessmen, like how to trade stocks and options in in in, in the market, like. And mm-hmm. you, you just a wreck, you know, you helping out a lot of people, like. Yep. Could you imagine you was gonna do this? I'm like, no, but even me, I never it never felt like I was like really accomplishing something uh great, right? Because it just felt so natural. It was just so like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I never took it and like, you know, promoted myself on like social media or anything like that. It was just like all, all the things that I got was through word of mouth, like legit mm-hmm. everything. I made a flyer like maybe seven months in after. And I was like, you know, I took the fly down, but everything is like word of mouth. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And then people just hit me up, man. So like, I could never imagine. Honestly, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. But
1: i was going to say, say too, like, I mean, it's funny that we're talking about this, but it's like, remember you said that, you know, like go, coming from the Bronx, like you wasn't able to connect with people. You wanted to talk to people. But now I feel like people, people are attracted to you because of your personality. Like, you know what I mean? Like. They right. have to be sold into you first before they even can buy stuff from you. Before they can even like take information from you, I yeah. Not, people got to like you first. Like they literally got to like you before they can even get anything from you. what even if they, for them to, even if you're giving free information, people got to like you first. So you, can, you can be giving the right information, but if somebody doesn't like you, and they, they ain't going, they're either. not listening. <laughs> right? You, you
0: got to be a like you're right. You got to be a likable person, man. Yeah. So like, I guess if your heart is there and you you really. Like, my goal is to look out for people. Like, I, it, it may sound weird, but I always put people before myself. You know, I always, because I always feel like I'm going to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to really figure it out. So my heart has always been, like, trying to help people. So I feel like that's why I was able to really just connect with people. Because when, even when I was teaching 200 people, like, you learn different personalities. Some people just come from nothing. Some people come from everything. And some people just are not so as educated or, you know, smarter than others, but you still got to break it down to where you can, mm-hmm. can kind of relate to them all. Right. So that kind of right. helped me out, just relating to, you know, somebody that's still in the hood and still doing this or relating to the successful businessman that runs right. a trucking right. company that's not up and running right now, or even somebody in the real estate or even nurses and things like that. So, you know, you got to be likable. And everyone told me like, yo, listen, the feedback, the number one thing I got was like, we like you. Like you, you, you break it down so simple and easy and you're likable. and You really feel like you, you have a passion for this. So, you know, that helped me out, man.
1: That's dope, man. Cause it's like, that's, that's, that's the number one thing is like adding value to people. And, you know, like, and for you to say like, you're passionate about helping people, that's literally all you do. When you add value to people, people like you for that. Cause it's like, Hey, he's giving me something. You know what I mean? He's giving me information that I never had. That's value right there. You know when you right. add value, that's that's what people look for, and then from there, man, like everything you do, I'm telling you, bro, like everything you do, if you add value to it, it's gonna come back to you a thousand times more. Like that's crazy yeah. about it. People don't know that. People always chase money first. I was like, stop chasing money, chase value, add value to people. Trust me, add value to people, and all of it's gonna come back to you. I promise you. It's kind of money- hard. It's kind of hard to come to, to to like to think about it. Like, wait, what do you mean? I gotta like literally just add value, find something that people want and give it to them. And don't ask for anything. I'm telling you, it's going to come back to you in some form.
0: You're right. It'll come right back to you. And, and with that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you said that stop chasing money, man. Like I always tell myself, I never want to be surrounded by people that chase money all day, because if they chase money all day, they'll do anything for money. They'll do anything for money. Oh, but no. if you're around good people, like no matter what it is, the money's gonna come regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. So being around a good, I'd rather be around a good person than, than a rich asshole. That's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. that's just know. me. Like <laughs> so I, even when people are like, oh yeah, I'm I'm on the hunt for the bad. No, I'm not really trying to the it's not about the bad, because if it if it was, I know plenty of people with bags, but yeah. I'm I'm yeah. around people that has that good energy um, Billy, you have great energy always since I met you in the clubhouse, great energy, mm-hmm. just no matter what it was, you can feel that energy. And, and those type of people are just like, they're replaceable, like, mm-hmm. and you're adding value to people's lives, man. So like when you focus on like what you can give them rather than what you can get out of them, then it's like, all right, cool. You know what? I think I could be around this person and I'm always going to make money regardless because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, being good, following your heart, man.
1: That's a bar right there, man. What is does what financial freedom look to you? Look like to you? Like what does that
0: mean? Uh, financial freedom to me is really just being able to wake up every day, not having to worry about the rent, not having to worry about the groceries, not having to worry about overspending. Um, really just kind of doing what I want to do, like in my life, you know, I can, uh, financial freedom is having the ability as well to get the things that I want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed. And I always say like, Hey, I'm, I'm financially free now because for the last three years, I've been getting up when I want to get up. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing things that I want to do. Like I have the option of saying like, all right, I'm going to be lazy for the next six months. I can do that. You know, so like if I wanted to sit in bed for the next six months, I can sit in bed for the next six months because, you know, I'm financially I'm there. So with as far as how my lifestyle is. So, you know, with financial freedom, when people think is, oh, you got to have these millions of dollars and things like that. No, you really don't. You know, you just have to understand your lifestyle, understand what you have. And you know, put yourself in a, a in a position to where you can make money, or you have the ability to make money when you want to. So that's what it looks like to me. Just hey, I get to eat crab legs every day. I don't know if you've been following.
1: I love crab Bro, legs. Man. I, I asked for that recipe. You you turned me down so quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, like if you've been following me on social media, like man, I love crab legs, man. I I can eat. I probably was eating crab legs every every day, every other day, man. So like crab legs and champagne, that, that's, my, that's my gift to me. Like some people like shopping, some people like buying cars and mine's is just crab legs. Man. Mine's just food, mine's that's, you know, that's, that's how I see, you know, my life financially. Like, you know, that's just where I'm at, man.
1: That's crazy. Somebody once told me that like there's a difference between somebody who makes $50,000 a year and only have to work 10, 10 hours a day versus somebody who makes $100,000 100, a year and have to, make, have to work 80 hours a week. Like, yes, the, the one that oh. makes $100,000 might seem like he has a lot of money, but technically he doesn't. You know what I mean? Because it takes him a lot of time to make that $100,000. As opposed to somebody who makes $50,000 a year, only work 10, 000, only work like you know 10 hours a, a week. Technically, he has more time. He has more money.
0: Time, time time is you know what time is. Time is the uh, is the goal, you know. And I I always look at my mentor, and even though my mentor was like kind of, and he'll tell you himself, he's like you know his dad being a billionaire, he was more like a he was he he already his dad had money, right? He was born into it. But like I still look at him, and I love I love his lifestyle, and his lifestyle is all about his kids and his family, right? Nice. His lifestyle is being able to travel and take his son to whatever country he want to take his son to, mm-hmm. and doing it an, if a- a- everything with his kids, and and just living his life through his kids and his family, and that's the goal I have for myself, right? It's like when I do have a family one day, I want to be able to, hey, listen, what you what you feel like doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, what what are we doing? And Cool, where you you feel like going? Like, okay, cool. You watch the movie, you want to go, you, you want to go to India, you want to do this, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. What what do you mm-hmm. want to do? So that's that's what I see. Like, that's my goal. Like having having a family and just being able to spend as much time as I want with my family, man. That
1: that's right now that's, I have that's, right amazing. that's amazing. Cause that's that's what also like, you know, going back to your mentor, you know, his dad, Ted Turner, like you know, like be able to give his son that opportunity, right? To be able to yeah. like be you know, basically be free, not have to struggle or have to do like same thing that his dad did. And now he's able to pass that stuff down to his kids. Now his kids don't have to do the things that he, he didn't have to, he, like he did he had to go through, you know what I mean? So it's like all right. that wealth generation, generational wealth being created and all that's being passed down to, you know, to the next, to the next generation. That's, that's dope. That's really dope. Um, yeah, man. Talk to me a little bit, because I know you mentioned a little bit about teaching um, your, your, your brother who's in, who's in, who's in prison. You know, teaching them yeah. you know options and all this stuff. How did you come up with that, and how is that going? Um.
0: So the way I came up with it, I was just like, so the number one thing with with well, me. Under I understood a long time ago, like when people go to jail, like I knew why they was going to jail for one, and then I realized when they come home from jail, like they really don't have a skill, yeah, yeah. and the prison system, like you. I know a lot about the prison system because all my friends and family have been in prison system their whole damn life. And I've been dealing with that, like my brother's gone in and out of jail since I was what 12 years old. Oh. So my brother being in jail, like when, when my brother came out of jail in like 2008, he went back to jail in 2009, and the re- you know, he went back to jail because he, he decided to just, just do dumb stuff and committed a crime that sent him to jail for a while, 22 years. And I realized that the reason why he felt like he had no way out, right? He had no, he had no way to, he was sweeping up in the barbershop, but he had no skill when he came out of jail. Right. And I've seen, I have friends that came home from jail and then went right back. They don't have any skills. So me teaching people how to trade options during the pandemic, I was just like, listen, um, how about I just teach y'all? Like, you know, y'all call my phone every day. I support y'all with the you know financially. Let me teach you a skill. So when you come home, you have this skill. Even if it's learning about the Greeks, even if it's sending you pictures of charts, you still have a skill when you come home from prison. All you have to do is just apply it to a laptop. Right. So um I learned that you know, a lot of people that was well, a lot of people I know that's in, in prison, um, they you know, they 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 are big honchos in the street. So I was like, you know what? If I teach the big, what we call it in New York, the big homie, how to trade stocks. Now the little homies is looking at him like, yo, he know, That's he knows crazy. how to trade. That's so crazy. now like with me being in a position, I felt like I was in a position of power because I have, now I have access to the big homies mm-hmm. and the big homies are willing to trade. You know, and these big homies, they got a fifty. Of little homies that's like, yo, listen, I'm ready to shoot guns and do this and do that. But no, if you see the big homie how to if you see that he's has a skill and he's making money this way in a legit yeah. way, it might change those kids' lives, those teens lives. So, mm-hmm. like with me doing that, like when my brother and, and the rest of my friends that's in, in prison, I was like, Let me teach you how to trade. Um, and they're learning, like they're picking up on it. Like, I was nice. I'm doing it through this app. Uh, this app is called like JPay, and you get to send like 30 second videos.
1: And That's what I was going to say. Send... I was going to ask, how, do you, how are you doing that? So you, you basically like, do like clips for them and send it over to them to see it. Yeah, okay. right, right, right. So I, I always do little tests.
0: You know, I may, I may send them a, a, I, s- I even created a course for them. Like I send them like a, a page and they can see it Um, of like, uh, I'd be like, what's a delta? You know, what's the theta? Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. gamma? Mm-hmm. I send them like information on the Greeks. Um, I sent them pictures of the chart just to, just for them to like, let me know what trend you, what, what trend, is it an uptrend, downtrend, what mm. direction you think the stock is going in? Um, and people don't realize people in jail got a lot of time on their hands, right? They got a <laughs> lot of time and they don't really do anything. Well, they, 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 they do work in jail, but they just think, they think, 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 think. Mm. So like they'll, they'll remember, they pick up on things a lot. Right. So like I'm sending stuff to them and they're like. I right, bro, I got this. I need more. I need more. So like, there's a thirst for it now. So now I'm like, okay, cool. Let me pause this because it's not that I, I had to pause it just to figure out like, how can I get this out more? Because now people are like, yo, listen, like I'm my cellmate. Like, you know, he, he trying to learn too and this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, so in what way can I put something in the prison system to so where like these people that's coming home. Or, you know, or possibly that they in prison can like trade stocks. Like, is that possible? So at least for the people that's coming home uh, soon, like five years, four years, I always want them to have that skill to where it's like, all right, yo, listen, you don't, you know, you don't need to work for someone because people don't realize like when you get out of jail, they don't like hiring convicted felons. They just don't. They don't. They don't at all. So it's hard. And I watch my family and friends struggle with jobs and struggle trying to get a job working for someone um, mm-hmm. being a convicted felon. So that's what really motivated me. I had the skill and I'm like, one day I'm like, shit, if I can record myself, what if I just record a chart and then start teaching? Bro, so
1: I think I, started I, think, and- I think, I think you might be up to something though. Cause you, you said something like you, you mentioned, you said something like if if I can teach the, the brain that, have influence on so many other brains, you know right. what I mean? Start at the top. Like if those little brains start seeing, I mean, I'm referring to little brains and stuff, but I'm referring to like people, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I can teach the boss how to trade and then he, essentially, yeah, he his influence through influence, everybody is going to kind to teach, kind to learn what he's doing, right? But then you mentioned something else. You said time, people in prison have time. Imagine all that idle brain that's sitting there if you can start injecting some of that information, and in, then, like you said, they're hungry for that information. Like you know what I mean? So now you couple yeah. those together, and now all you gotta do is figure out a way to for them to start trading, whether to be from jail or whatever. I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see because I know there's there's this guy uh, I forgot what to call him. They're going like Wall Street, not Wall Street trap, but there's there's somebody else. He trades okay. from prison. He's actually oh really a financial advisor. Like he's, he's 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 he trades from prison. So I was like. I don't know how he does it maybe he calls it in or whatever because I know they're not allowed like a lot of stuff. But it's like if there's a way for them to do that from jail, man, I think that's that's like a game changer, right you know what I mean like that's it like is. that's like instead of sending people to jail to commit other crimes and be this spend their whole life there, but it meant they can take care of their family even from jail even if you even if you sentenced to life, you know what I mean if you can learn how to trade and help your family outside of you know while you're in prison, like man, that's still that still is like some dope skill to have. So, bro, I, I want you to research that more, man, because I think there's something there. Right? Like there's something huge there. So don't, don't yeah.
0: stop No, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not going to stop. Like it, it was just one of those things where it's like, how can you make it much bigger? And I always, I know how to, like, I know how the street is. I know how the hood runs, right? So just me have, having that knowledge, I, immediately I'm like, all right, I know a lot of, big homie bosses in the hood, right? So it's like, why not teach them? And if you teach them, everyone's going to follow, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter what they do, what they say, they respect you because of the life that you live lived before. Mm-hmm. They don't know that you're not even trying to live that life no more. They don't know that you're you're in the stock market, you're doing this, you're doing that. And if they did know, they're like, shit, I don't have to live this life. Like, look what the big homie doing. If he can do it, I can do it. So I definitely um, I agree with you. Like I'm 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 trying to push forward with that and and figure out how I can do that, um, and kind of just get what the process of just doing it. You know what I'm saying? So
1: that will be dope. And I, I think also like a lot. I think people need to start switching their mind a little bit about people who um, like commit like you know robbery or you know like even selling yeah. drugs and stuff. It's like you you people got to switch their mind a little bit about certain people like that because like. The reason why they're in position they are is because they had the wrong product, and I, oh, i, I, yeah. I always say this: like they have the wrong product, mm-hmm. they have the skill, they have the brain to think. Because for you to carry a robbery, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta plan ahead of all the stuff. Like I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but it's like imagine the amount of brain power that goes into planning something, right? But take that same exact energy, that same exact way of thinking, it, apply it to the stock market. You know what exactly I mean? like exactly think, you know you start thinking ahead like you know okay so this this you know this indicator is telling me this or you know or this news is coming down or this is gonna affect the stock market this way or you know china is doing this and it's like you start thinking ahead it's the same exact pathway in your brain like those synapses, like the same exact pathway to do something crazy versus to do something good in the stock market the product good it's different the product is just different <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: I agree. You gotta you gotta change people. i people have to change the way they perceive these people, like how they how they see them, because you know, like you said, they're a product of their environment, but they're also they also made these decisions because they had the wrong product. And you realize like guys like Walshi Trapper, right? When exactly. when they have the right product, you know, they can do numbers with it. These Amen. you walking around, these are walking geniuses yep. because you know. They just, they just adapted to their environment. But when they got out of that environment, they're like, oh, I can really sit down and think. And it goes back to what you said when you said you was in Chicago and you felt like you just couldn't think. You had so much pressure on you. Oh was like, man, but you moved down south and you're like, oh, I can really think now. It's yeah. the same way in the streets. Like, all right, when you're in the streets, you got so much pressure on you, you can't think. It's day by day. You get out the streets, you take a little vacation, you change your environment. You know, I can, I can really sit down and think, man. So I I definitely agree with you.
1: Yep. Your mindset completely changes from that, but I'm excited for you to be, you know, to see, to see what comes out of this, man. So uh, just to wrap up here real quick, what has the stock market done for you in the past few years? Like what, what sort of things that it has done for you from, you know, owning your own businesses to, you know, helping people and all this stuff. Like what has it done for you?
0: Um, man. Uh, just the the market by itself, it just allowed me, allowed me another source of income. It allowed me to have a lifetime income, even if my business fails. Right, I still have the stock market. Right, I always have this mentality. Like, listen, no matter what happens, unless the stock market goes somewhere, I can trade. So it it just allowed me to have that mental freedom to say. You know, to have the option of working a job if I want to work a job, even though I'm I'm not going to. But it, it it gives me the option to do so. So just the last couple of years, man, it's been a blessing. Um, and it allowed me to help people. You know, that's that's probably the the number one thing I can say, you know, regardless of what it's done for me, just financially, personally, it allowed me to give back to others, uh, just give back to those who. I grew up with, and 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 those who actually watched me grow up. We talking about guys in the hood that watched me grow up. I taught them how to trade, right? So like, it it allowed me to help people, man. I'm blessed to 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 be able to figure out the information. It allowed me to meet guys like you, DeLu, and 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 the rest of the gang from Clubhouse. Um, Yeah, man, man, to put myself in a, a a. just a mental situation to where it's like, I'm, I'm connected. We all connected now, you know, mm-hmm. me, and you mm-hmm. can probably chop it up for another three hours just talking about stocks. Dude, you know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so like you just, you just network, man. So just the last couple of years, like I encourage everyone to just learn how to do it and just do it. You know, we always say that, Hey, listen, whether you lose money, you make money, just do it. Because when you lose money, you still going to be happy that you did it. Yep. Um, regardless, man. So it is a blessing. It just allowed me to help others, man.
1: Man, that's amazing, man. So what's what's next, man? What's next for you in the next in the next five to ten years, man? What do you uh what do you see yourself?
0: Ah, uh, so the next five to ten, I'm expanding my business. I'm um still running, still running my uh event planning company with the silent disco headphones. I'm expanding my business, but um, I'm also you know, gonna be diving into real estate that's and cool. uh Working on a couple of, uh, multi-family uh, units. Um, I'm super interested in that, and I'm also this ties into the stocks, but I'm working on building my dividend portfolio. Nice.
1: Um,
0: you know, it's, it's it's a different form from options, but it's still it's still something to where it's like I see people that's making a living off of dividends. Mm-hmm. I want that, so mm-hmm. I I, I kind of you know once one step at a time. Um, and yeah, man, next five to ten years, you'll see me just traveling, just eating different vegan food from different places. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, that's that's just me, man, trying to probably monetize. Oh, crab
1: yeah, cra- <laughs> eat, okay. listen,
0: outside of crab legs, I live a vegan lifestyle. I know it sounds weird, but like I love crab legs, man. And and other than that, like just just helping people as much as much as possible. So it's not about me for the next five to ten years. Like I'm 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 really just focusing on just trying to help as many people as possible, and as long as I'm doing that, you know the money will always come. You know I'm never I'm never really worried about that. So, you know it'll be fun, man.
1: People and adding value, man. That's that's how it works. And uh, man, I appreciate you coming through, bro. Like I, I know we can sit here and talk for a long time, man. But it's like, you know <laughs> I I definitely definitely appreciate you, man. I can't wait to link with you, link up with you in real life here shortly, man. So. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. when maybe, maybe You moved to Atlanta in a couple of months or so. so um, we, Yeah, we man.
0: <laughs> I, I have a meeting, not to brag, I got a meeting with one of the owners of the Atlanta Hawks in like two oh, weeks. Man. That's nice. And,
1: and,
0: yeah, it's crazy, right? I didn't, my mentor set it up. I didn't even set it up. It's long story, man. We got to chop it up after that. Man. And uh, I got a meeting in two weeks and I'm actually going to go out there and look at some apartments in uh, Smyrna, Georgia. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah around that, Yo, around yeah. that area.
1: I'm gonna I'm shoot you my number, man. Hit me up when you get here, man. Let's definitely link up, man. So um, yeah, man. Let's, let's I'm a, um,
0: I'm out there. Link up, grab some lunch and all that. Chop it yes, up. Uh, another another guy I never met who I taught how to trade, Nick. And we supposed to link up too, man. So uh, it'll be it'll be fun, man. Yeah. Grab some dinner and just just talk, man.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, tell the people how to how they can get in touch with you, man. So,
0: man. How I was gonna say, how can you get in touch with me? You might you <laughs> might just email me because I'm 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 taking a, a social media break after this. Actually, you got
1: to, man. So I was you like, got you know to. what?
0: I want you to be able to tag me. But I was like, all right, <laughs> I, after this week, I'm gonna take a, another social media break for about two to three months just to focus on the market, just to get my head yeah. right. Yeah. But other than that, man, you can you can kind of find me on Instagram, uh Josh underscore beast. Um, or you can find me on my business page uh at quiet ordinance. Um or you can email me if you if you have any questions about the market or anything. I will not charge. Uh, email me uh, Joshua Griffin at dot com. Um, you know I'm just here to help, man. Just just here to give back. Um, just here to give you some information and and try to help as much as possible, man. So I like we should do another time.
1: episode another episode on your, on your business man. Cause I think it's a dope, dope idea, man. And I feel like Whoa, that's, not, that's another going. income stream right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's going, man. That, that man, that's my baby right there. Like that's, that's, that's my baby right there. I always, it's, it's, it's a blessing. All of this is a blessing, man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a kid from the Bronx, man. That's not a college graduate, just barely made it through high school, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing numbers, man. So I'm, I'm more proud of, I'm proud of myself, that I'm able to to do this, man. I educated myself, man. So like, you know, and for those of you who don't know, I learned how to trade stock options on YouTube, man. So I I really want to put that out there before we leave because it's important for you to know that, you know, no one taught me. I actually went to go get it myself and and YouTube University is there, man. Like it, it really is there. Like I learned everything I know off of YouTube. like. Do it, man. You know, go
1: yeah. for yep. it. So yep. you know? yep. and I always say, man, information is out there at this point. If you're ignorant, it's your choice. Honestly, it's
0: I'm your it's,
1: you. it's your choice. <laughs> you damn right is it's out your choice. There. The information is out there, man. Josh man, I appreciate your time, dude. And like I said, man, you you a kid from the Bronx, man. Your life you you and you just getting started. You just getting started. <laughs> just man. getting started, bro. I can't <laughs> wait to see where, where life takes you, man. And hey, you have a brother for life in me, man. So i'm here for you bro i appreciate Appreciate you man appreciate your time and stock culture man we are out of here